Welcome back to the Strictly Footy podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing this one online. Sorry if the audio isn't as good or maybe it, it might be better than it normally is, bro. I'm not going to lie, but we're here. We've made it work. Um, this may be a little new setup or something, but I don't know, bro. I don't know. Stuff's gone down in life, but anyway, we thought we'd make it here for the content. Obviously, season review continues. Jared, how we going, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, before we get into the Sydney Roosters preview, I've got a question for you. Fire away, mate. What do you think about Jarabaria Hargreaves being rejected from uh, taking the All-Stars game off his suspension, but Jack White and, and Brandon Smith and all these guys get to do it? Um, I had just seen before that he's got accepted. Hey. I just seen. I just saw that it got. Ex- Hang on, let me double check that what nah, I read was right. It. Let me double check what I read was right, bro. Okay, hold on. NRL have allowed Jared Aria, Hargrove, Seb, Chris, and Jack Wine to include rep games to reduce their suspensions. When was this? Three hours ago. Clarky's NRL column via NRL website. Hey, I've seen rejected everywhere. <laughs> Well, Maria Hargreaves, Maria Hargreaves, and Seb Chris were rejected. Well, let me let me have another look. Let me actually go to the full on NRL website and we'll get to the bottom of it. I yeah, I mean, I don't see why they why they would say no. They've done it to everyone in the past. Just search up JWH. It says JWH Chris White nearing returns after rep games counted in bands on NRL website. Yeah, what successfully applied. So, so what, what did you read? What so, exactly just search did you up read? Hargreaves rejected. See what comes up. It says he got denied. In where? Oh, here. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Oh, no, it was about... He tried to get the New Zealand Kiwis one in. Uh, I thought the Kiwi game was... No, wait, no. No, that was counted. So I yeah, don't know what and then this the All-Stars game wasn't counted. Yeah, on the NRL website, it's literally saying that it's been counted. <laughs> so, I'm not sure what's going on there, mate. Okay. Well, I was about to go on a huge rant, but you know what, <laughs> well, it doesn't can, even matter can, now. Cause you can save know. yourself, bro. You can save yourself. I think we're sweet. I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. I've been thinking about it all day. Because, all right, hang on. Let, let, me, let me read this article. Yeah. Maria Hargreaves. Uh, Whiten and Raider Center Seb Chris successfully applied to have representative fixtures. They're expected to be selected for included as bans imposed before the end of the 2023 season. However, Maria Hargreaves will not will be unavailable for the Roosters' historic opening round match against the Broncos uh, in Las Vegas, while Whiten will be a spectator when South play Manly. Chris and Maria Hargreaves will return in round two, while Whiten will have to wait an extra week to make his debut in round three. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So, Raria Hargreaves and Chris uh, got their Pacific Championship games included. Right. 
but the Mary All Stars game and Indigenous All Stars game isn't included. Right. Okay. So that's really interesting. So that's what I've seen. Because, well, to be honest, like I don't know if you can include that anyways. Because you see Ponga come out today and say he's he's making himself unavailable. So had they not been suspended, would they have made themselves unavailable? I mean, we don't know. Would Seb Chris have even been selected? We we don't know. Seems to be some agenda about him uh, going on about him being some sort of average footballer. I think uh, playing a year at fullback when that's not your position, probably going to probably gonna do that. But um, yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. I've never really been a fan of including these potential matches in a suspension, but they've opened that can of worms. So they've got to deal with I, it now, I guess. See, see, I don't mind if they just reject all applications for that like that's what saying, i'm saying oh you may not have even played but what i don't get is why whiten's allowed to do it and brandon smith and latrell have been allowed to do it in the past and maria hargreaves and seb chris can't yeah no i definitely agree with what well, you're saying there is a theory that i saw and it actually yep. checks out yeah that uh the if well how the nrl have done it right now round three South Sydney Roosters, South Sydney Roosters, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Sydney Roosters. The big rivalry match will be Whiten's first game in a South jersey, and it'll be Raria Hargreaves' 300th at the same time. Right. And there's a theory going around that the NRL want it to be an even bigger game, and so they want all these milestones for right. that game. Right. That's. I don't know yeah, how that's... true that is, but like, I mean, I don't. I don't see any other reason as to why. Yeah. Why this would be happening. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely doesn't make much sense to me now after you put it like that. But we know the NRL is all about ratings, mate. Uh, That's not going to change anytime soon. So, I mean, I guess we just got to roll with the punches. I mean, I I just, I really don't understand, right? How, like, if you are suspended as an NRL player, you're not suspended playing for the Kiwis. That's how the suspension should be adjudicated. For me, if you get charged with something in origin, the maximum penalty it can carry is three matches. No, two matches. Two matches. Yeah. Right? Because if you get... So, origin, they have a longer leash, right? As to what they can and can't do. Normally, if you get sin bin, you're probably not even getting charged. But for me, like for Tino, right? For example, this is probably the best example I can use because it's something I kind of got into during the season. Tino broke Appy's jaw, fair and square. He he broke Appy's jaw. He raised his forearm, which Gordon Tallis and that sat up on the 360 panel, claimed that he didn't raise his elbow. Then two weeks later, he's been suspended five weeks for raising his elbow. Thought he didn't raise it. Anyway, they, their whole argument was he can't be suspended because he can't miss an origin game for that. Well, there's a simple solution. If you do something in the NRL competition, you get suspended NRL games. You serve your NRL game suspension. Yeah. So in take it as Premier League, right? Someone gets a red card in the Premier League, they can still go and play in the Champions League. Doesn't stop them playing there. All it does, and and if they sit on the bench for a Champions League game, it doesn't count towards their suspension at all. Yeah. You are still eligible for that competition. So for me, if if you do something in the Origin Arena, say say I don't know. I don't know, Hudson Young coat hanger someone, right, in game one. He gets suspended two games, misses the rest of the series. 
do you think he would rather miss four weeks of regular season footy or miss his chance? He's probably his last chance to play an Origin series. I think he would take yep. the four games regular season. So this is what I'm saying. Like I just think introducing a kind of system like that it limits the amount of times you're going to play for your country and for your state. So it's going to help people, number one, to be more careful. And it's just going to, I think it's just a better way of handing out these punishments because like at the end of the day, players, if you look at the way that they're treating the Maori All-Star game in terms of just having their, oh, just, just take my suspension for that. Well, did you really care about it? Like if you're just fobbing it off like this, like, oh, oh, please take my suspension for that. Like, would he have been allowed to play in the Maori All-Star game? Yeah, I get your point. So that's what I'm saying. If he would have been allowed to play in that All-Star game, bar suspension, which you can normally play trials if you're suspended, by the way. Jack Wine will play trials for South Sydney. Ryan Madison played trials last year. So clearly the this clearly these players just don't care about these All-Star games. And maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm taking that the wrong way. But the fact that they always use it to get out of a week of suspension, I just don't think that's right. I think if you're suspended in the NRL, that's on you. And you got to do your time in the NRL. Do yeah, whatever you want in any other competition. But I just never understood why they... Brandon Smith got suspended for doing cocaine and used two preseason games to get out of a three-week suspension. What? Yep. And that's just cheating the system. Yeah, anyway, 100% probably you. I, I brought, I brought that up earlier as well in a debate I was having. I said it should be like, basically like football. If you get a red card in a Champions League game, you miss the next Champions League game. Yeah, exactly. It's the same with you FA Cup. You don't, you don't, you don't miss, yeah, you, you don't miss time in a different competition. I think NRL should look to go in that direction at least. Yeah, no, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. All right, let's 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 get into the, the meat of this episode of what we're here for, the Sydney Roosters review. I'm going gonna, gonna to start I'm gonna start with you, certified yep. Sydney Roosters hater. <laughs> Go yep. for it. Um, season overview, I still don't think it was a success. I think Absolutely people, people are like, bro, I, I don't know. I can't tell if the general NRL public hates the Roosters or if they love them because everyone is so quick to say, yes, I love watching the Roosters lose. But then as soon as they start winning, winning, everyone's quick to go, they're going to win the comp. Like pick your side, bro. I never, I never thought they had a chance to win the comp. And you know that because we did our finals predictions. You said them going to the prelims and like, bro, I looked at you and I was like, you can't be serious. Mate, bro. They were a Will Warbrick clutch catch away from doing it. But they didn't get there. I oh, know. They're the they're the most hypothetical team ever, bro. If everything went their way, they would have sixteen premierships, but they don't. It, they don't. It's the same as the six again thing. Oh, as much as the six again thing crushes me, the Raiders still had chances to win that football game. Yep. So, you know, at the end of the day, what we watch with our eyes is the reality. We can't sit here in hypotheticals and just like live in the future or past or whatever it is like the roosters were bad this year they were bad they came in as the seventh i think they were seventh in the in the yeah in the finals seventh. or sixth yeah Scraped so it's a finals as well yeah and it should never have been that hard for their team like have a go at their squad 
Yeah. Coming into the season, I thought they were premiership contenders. Uh, as the season went on, it became more and more obvious that that wasn't going to be the case. Um, they just had a lot of disappointing players over the um, disappointing players over the season. I think Brandon yeah. Smith was nothing close to what people were expecting him to be. Yeah. Um, I think he much improved his game towards the end of the season, but at, in the end, it was too little, too late. Suwali in the centers really didn't work out that whole experiment. They had to drop Jackson Paulo, who was actually in very, very good form, yeah. I thought, at the time, to put him back on the wing because Suwali just he, he just wasn't involved in the centers. Yeah. Everyone wants to move to the from the wing to the centers to get more involved. Didn't work for Suwali. Um, Tedesco as well, very below par. So I think from the start, they were pretty doomed to underperform with but- those three guys. It's always it's always crazy to me how Joey Manu went into the halves. Tedesco yeah, fell completely point. out of form. Sam Walker comes back. Joey Manu goes back to center, and all of a sudden we're looking at Tedesco again. It's like, bro, where's this guy been all year? I know where he's been. He's been just put in the most horrendous position for a player like him. Yes, he is very ball dominant. Don't you want your fullback to be a powerhouse in attack? That's what I want my fullback to be. I, I do think Tedesco could pass that ball a little bit more, but he's built he's built a top three fullback in the history career out of it. So, I mean, clearly he's doing something right. And what I don't get is, again, it was just a shock decision to drop Walker. Walker wasn't the issue. Yeah, and that was, was just scapegoat. It's been so obvious, even even when they've tried it in the past. I know he's had some good games, but it's been so obvious. Joey Manu is not a 5 eight. He's just not. And, and it, bro, we wasn't we working. Have, and they kept, they stuck with it. We have stood on this for who knows how long. Joey Manu is not a spine player. Give it up. If the Dragons signed Joey Manu for fullback, he could put up some tremendous stats. But do you know what? There's players in the NBA like Kay Cunningham who play on the worst team in history. They put up amazing numbers too. It doesn't contribute contribute to winning. It doesn't. And I just like, I'm so sick of this meters narrative. Sure, Dylan Edwards, he makes a ton of meters. But I don't think that's what makes Dylan Edwards so good. I think what makes him so good is his ability just to take a step back and not be so involved in the attack and understand that he's not as superior of a ball player as Cleary, as Luai, as some of these players, as even Crichton when he was there. I... I I don't know. I just never thought Joey Manu was a, was a spine player. He doesn't have any organization about him. Like, we watched him play fullback for the Roosters, and they lost, and he ran for, like, 313 meters. That may have been against Manly. But, yeah, like, yeah, he runs runs for those meters. He'll take the tough carries, but you can take the tough carries from center out of your own end. You know exactly. What I mean? and, He's just, and Herbie he just Farnworth do the rest of the fullback duties. Yeah. And the Broncos, they had an electric fullback in Reese Walsh. Right, an electric six in Ezra Mam, but do you know who got them out of trouble every single set? Herbie Farnworth. Herbie Farnworth coming out of their own end. Jesse Arthur's taking tough carries. They don't need to play in the spine to make that kind of impact. Everyone impacts the game in different ways, and I just think Joey Manu is an out and out center. He's an out and out center. Sure, you can give him a million bucks. I think as a center in his in prime form, he's worth a million bucks as a center. Yeah, but. I just can't, like, if we're talking about the Dragons, right, 
you can't bring Joey Manu as a cornerstone building block. I don't think he is that. I think he's a superstar, but he's a he's a superstar that is really good when he's surrounded by other stars. Yeah, I don't think you can chuck Joey Manu. Look, I don't think you could chuck anyone else into that Dragons team. But the thing that Ben Hunt does to get them into 10th, I don't think Joey Manu had that same impact. He doesn't have the organization, the direction, anything like that. He, he's just going to go out and do Joey Manu. And that's fine because he's so individually brilliant, but that's just the reality of it. And that's why I never understood why. And it was so clear, right? Like, it was so clear that as soon as he was in the halves, Teddy loves sweeping around that right side, right? He loves it. Yep. Joey Manu was playing on that right side way too often and just holding the ball up. Yeah, he just hesitated to pass because he's not confident with his ball playing. Yeah, he can do a simple draw and pass, a little flick pass, whatever, but when it comes to actual set pieces... He's not going to execute you anything. And uh, uh, all right, let's take take Lua, for example, right? People check his stats, oh, 53 metres, oh, no try assists. Watch the game. And watch what he does off the ball. That's what Joey Manu wasn't doing. Lua was getting people in order. He was getting them in their sets. He was telling people, all right, this is coming this way. Getting everyone in their structure. Everyone was at their places. That's what makes him so valuable as a six. And Joey Manu just doesn't have that. I never understood and it. Even with the ball, Lua just just played his role. Gave it up when he needed to. And, and I find with Manu, right, when he was playing six, he was very telegraphed. But... Very rigid with the ball, like yeah, what he what he was doing with the football, he wasn't gliding across the pitch like someone like Joe Manu. Cam Munster's jinking style is Cam Munster. Like Cam Munster is a five eight. That's the, that's the difference. He's not a center playing five eight, right? But you watch these players drift across field. As soon as Kiri went back to six, that's exactly what he was doing. And all of a sudden, wow, Roosters' attack is good. Well, who would have thought they've got a star-studded spine? Yep. They just needed some continuity and just some flow and some rhythm. And once they got that, they were sweet, bro. And I just, I think Sam Walker became the scapegoat for Robbo, if I'm being completely honest. I it think made no sense. Everybody it, else was underperforming no and he got dropped. Now, made, I would have... no sense. Look, they wanted to try the Manu experiment, sure. And maybe the Sam Walker injury came at a came at a bad time. Say maybe they did want to move Manu back to the centers, which I don't believe. But I still would have rather, when Manu was clearly not working at six, I would have rather a Drew Hutchinson or a Sandon Smith go into the halves. Bro, just 100%. to put Manu back to the centers. And they played but They Sandin didn't even Smith. do that. They did. At some at one point, everyone was like, oh my days. But How good are the Roosters the with an actual halfback? Nah, he yeah. started a couple games next to Kiri, for sure. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, wow, the Roosters are so good now. Maybe it's because they've got actual halves and it allows Tedesco to play off two people who aren't so ball dominant. Tedesco is the hub in that team. He is the attacking hub. And to try and put Joey... Sorry. To try and put Joey Manu as another attacking hub in your halves just made no sense. They were just clashing. They weren't flowing off each other at all. Agree. 100%. And... You can see it just in their results. Especially yeah. as soon as Sam Walker came back, they were sweet. It's a different story. Different, and different it was, story. It was very, very weird how he came back. He was supposed to be ready, then he wasn't. Then he's supposed to be ready, then he wasn't again. And then Robbo ended up throwing this thing out like, oh, he's going to be here for round 23 or he's out for the season. One of the two. 
Do you remember that? Around he gave like the yeah. he gave like the biggest range. Most ran- ever. That's the most random deadline in history. Yeah, so, nah, I I don't know. It was such a weird up and down season for the Roosters. I we me and you both thought they were going to make the grand final. Yep, like we thought they were the ones that were going to take the crown off Penrith in terms of minor premiership. Um, didn't pan out that way. They struggled to even make the finals. Yeah, I I think another. Another uh, bit of bad press that they got throughout the season as well was uh, is it uh, Riles got sacked. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a Mid-season. distraction, but like that happens to a lot of teams and a lot of teams continue to work hard. Like, are we not forgetting that Penrith lost Serraldo and Webster this year? Didn't, yeah, I know. Didn't but didn't affect like, he got them. Sacked mid-season. I understand that. I understand that. But you're still losing an assistant coach, right? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, stuff has happened before like that. And I don't know. It definitely hurts. Like, I'm not saying the Roosters are – I'm not trying to bag the Roosters. I'm just saying, like, if if you're blaming your failures this season on Riles, then I think you've got to take a good hard look at yourself because there was some – Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Way worse problems than that. Yep. Uh, do you have any other negatives to talk about? No, I think that I mean I do, but I, I don't have enough. Go time. for it. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 I'm good. I've got uh the last point I've got here is uh the finals game against Sharks. I genuinely think with the luckiest the, try in history. I but that game as a whole, I think, is one of the better games I've ever watched. It was very, it was very back and forth. I think if the Sharks had a bit of testicles, they would have pulled that one out. Oh yeah, the Sharks and... bombed that hard. And the luckiest try in history, no no discrediting C.Y. Wong, but the luckiest try in our history that I've ever seen yep. in my entire life. Full yep. credit to the Roosters, though, and they got what they deserve against Were they Bowen. down to 11 at one point? Or was it just Tedesco in the bin? Sandon went to fullback. Manu does his hammy. Um, I can't remember. I do C. remember Manu doing his hammy, though. And he Teddy was so was in good. The bin, but I don't remember whether... And Sandon Smith was at fullback, but I don't remember whether they're down to eleven. I think Tupo no, did Tupo no. miss the game or got injured. Tupo was out. He came back against Melbourne. Yeah, Tupo because I think too. Corey Allen, Corey Allen, was on the and wing. And Swali was out with a head knock. I think was he? Yeah, because Ponga yeah. was playing. Yeah, yeah, far out. I didn't realize how so weak that much back. was going. No, I do yeah. remember that. You know, because everyone was saying. Look at the Roosters' backline. They've got Sanders Smith at fullback with Corey Allen and Junior Ponga on the wings and then, like, Billy Smith and C.Y. Wong. That was their back five at some point. Yep. Yeah, so fair enough. It's a pretty gutsy win. They did score one of the luckiest tries I've ever seen, but, yeah, it was a pretty gutsy win. I just think the Roosters make it too hard on themselves. Like, they've done oh, this they a do. couple of years in a row now where they start horrendously and come back and then flex their big guns just to get eliminated after the first round. Like, it's just, what's the point of that? Like, why don't you just start strong and be the force that everyone knows you are? The Roosters are still yep. one of the scariest teams to see on your schedule, no matter if they're 10-0 and 0 or 0-10. You're still like, well, we're still playing the Roosters and they still have the ability to put 50 on us any given day. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, the last thing I want to I wanna point out and kind of ask you as well is, I think their halves are quite talented, but do you think they're too one-dimensional? I think they're very similar players in that 
holds them down mm. a little bit. Yeah, I do. I, I get what you're saying. You're probably looking for a little bit of spice because neither of them have a superb running game. When Kiri gets it going, he does, but it's not a reliable or consistent thing that you see. Yeah, and I don't think um, they have a a set game manager either. Like Kiri yeah, was it when Manu was in the halves, but when it's Walker and Kiri there. Yeah, nah, I agree with you. Kind of just muddled. And they're both very small halves. They get targeted in defense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't Do you know. Do think that's, really that's a factor going. holding them back? or? Well, we haven't just ha- we just haven't seen a big enough sample size. I feel like as soon as Walker had switched to the seven and Kiri had switched to the six, everything started clicking. Sam Walker wasn't missing tackles and kicking goals at a tremendous rate. And they just dropped him. And yep. just that just made no sense. So, I mean, we haven't really seen the Walker 7, Kiri 6, apart from like six or seven games this year. I just want to see more of it because they looked pretty good. Like, even though they had a rough start to the year, you could still see there was something going on. Like, they were still kind of working some things out. But, yeah, I mean, they, they should, realistically, they should just be running back with what they had at the end of the year with Dom Young, on the wing. Swally, yep. in, swally in the centers. Yeah. Like, realistically, that should be in. Uh, we get into some standout players now and some disappointing players. Yes. I've got four standouts. I'll let you know. Now, uh, my, yep. f- my first one's Lindsay Collins. Yep. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I think... I, I think he became... Quite easily a top ten prop this season, yeah. And I didn't have him anywhere yeah. near that conversation beforehand. I know a lot of other people did. I uh, thought he was outstanding, especially for Queensland. But uh, um, I think he was one of the only blokes showing up for the Roosters um, when they were going through those struggles. So I think Lindsay Collins was quite a good standout player. Yeah, I thought I thought he was amazing, bro. To be honest, like, um, I just think. You know, he continued to to shock everyone each and every single game, to be honest. Like, I don't think anyone thought that... Yeah, I don't think anyone thought that he'll, he'll get to that level. But he was outstanding, bro. He was like Queensland's best player. I guess me, Jay, just thinking about it because he was so good for Australia as well. Like, he was... Like, was he, yeah, I thought he was outstanding. Man of the, was he... Did he get the Wally Lewis medal? I think he did. Um... He got player of the series. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah he sure did. So, inc- incredible year for him. Uh, I've got Nat Butcher here as well. I yep. think Nat Butcher was maybe not as outstanding as Lindsay Collins, but still very, very good. Uh, got his Australia debut. Did he not? This uh, season? I might be crazy, but I think Nat Butcher won their player of the year. I would not be surprised. He locked down that edge spot. Because Lindsay on... Collins was great. Even representative football. Yep. But let me double check. Let me double check before I say anything else. Because Lindsay Collins may well have won it. But I'm just going to double check. Well, he, Nat Butcher moved from a uh, bench. He usually came on as a middle forward, but sometimes lock. Uh, but went from that kind of role at the Roosters to starting on an edge. And yeah, I think he just, just blew it out of the water. I think... Um, he he got into some uh, New South Wales Blues talks there mid-season yeah. and uh, ultimately got into the Australian team at the end of the season, which I thought was very much deserved. Yeah, 
I I I agree. I agree. I don't know much else to say about that. To be honest, you summed did, it up pretty well. Did he? Uh, did, are you searching up the Roosters player of the year? Yeah, but I can't find it. Ah, okay, that's all good. My next one is uh, Siwa Wong. Now he didn't really yeah, debut until the mine. end of the season. Um, I honestly wasn't that high on him coming into the uh, well, the season. Um. Oh, no, it was Lindsay Collins. Excuse me. Not okay. Butcher won something, no. For sure. I'd I'd heard a lot of good things about C.Y. Wong, but from what I'd seen from when I'd watched him or when I was looking at cup stats and, you know, when we went to see him at the first Tigers vs. Titans game? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I didn't think he did much. And overall, it just... I just kind of wasn't expecting him to... Um, Light it up like he did, but yeah, yeah. as soon as he got into the team, I thought he was he was very good in a number of ways. Came on in the middle quite a bit, started on uh, the edge in a few games, I believe. Yeah, and yeah, just killed it there. So thought CY one was outstanding. Yeah, I thought he was great, bro. Honestly, um, he's like your your proper young machine. Like I think the Roosters have to keep him for a long, long time, a long, long yep. time. They can't let him sleep or like, because look, it seems like they will lock him down. It's just about them finding the kind of cap room for him. But man, like he's a gun, bro. Like I think I'm actually scared about him, him and Piakura. Like I think they're going to be the top two. If we're looking into the future, I think they could be uh, quite, quite special. Yep, definitely. Uh, my last player. Uh, I've gone with gone with four forwards. Uh, this this one's growing on me, and you'll like this one. It's Terrell May. Yes, sir. I called that. Thank Definitely you. growing on me. Uh, I went back and He's watched a, a few of the games towards the end of the season, and yeah, I, I can't deny it. He is a beast, bro. Uh, I can't like... keep comp- I can't compare Tepon Moroa to him anymore. It's just, <laughs> it's not, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, bro, nah, he's, he's a machine. He's very good at the end of the season. He's a machine. So, as long as well, I assume he's going to be in the team next year, I don't know. He's starting to talk about leaving and playing with his brothers. I don't know if that's going to sit well mm. with the Roosters, considering they've got quite a few forwards who are NRL standard. But I, uh, yeah, I hope he knows the bench spot. Well, look, I don't think the Roosters are going to pay him five hundred thousand. Let's be let's be real. No, no chance. But yeah, I mean, certainly he was a gun. I, I got Billy Smith too. I oh, think. Yeah. Okay. He was just like it was just really good to watch him towards the back end of the season. I thought he was getting a little bit overrated um towards the end. But like just for him to stay healthy, I think was the standout. We finally got to see him with some consistent footy. Yep. Hundred percent. That was about uh, it for me, bro. That was about it. Yeah, into some disappointing players. I'll let I'll let you lead this one because I seem to took all the standout players. Joey Manu. Uh, yep. he's my first one. Not, I don't know if it was all his fault though. He was kind of put in a pretty dodgy position, but yeah, Joey Manu certainly. I mean, that's not the Joey Manu that we kind of know is gets around. Um, he's usually probably in the top fifteen players every season, but this year obviously was just very up and down. Um, and I just think, yeah. Even when he moved back to center, he struggled a bit with injury. Just didn't really have a Joey Manu kind of signature game for me at all this year. No. Um, 
yeah, it was just a bit underwhelming. I think there was a fair few centers that were better than him. Like you're talking about Campbell Graham, Stephen Crichton, Herbie Farnworth. Yep, I'm with you. Probably got them over him right now. Based off last year, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. And and I think there's a lot of other centers that you can look at too that were just just as good as Manu. Like I think Ramian was outstanding. Bradman Best was outstanding. Yep. Um, Val Holmes is obviously always going to be there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, because I, I I I like Joey Manu. I think he's He's a very, very, very unique player, but obviously just just getting thrown around the side like that it just didn't click. Yep. Um, I haven't really got too many more disappointing players because I don't, I don't really think everyone, anyone was really disappointing. Like, I just think the whole the team wasn't put together properly. So. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean. I did have Dan Tupo had a bit of a down year too, but then again, like I don't think that was all his fault. Um, Angus Crichton is the one that stands out to me the most. He obviously, but he had a lot of off-field issues, so whatever that was, we'll leave that there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's an Origin Australian back row who just never really got past forty minutes. Yeah, and what. Like, I know he spent a little bit of time out, but he was nowhere near that level of form. I know he wasn't bad, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to um, leave this one in the past because we'll see how it comes out next year. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, like, we don't know what he's been going through. There's a lot of rumors going around. Nobody knows the actual yeah. story apart from Crichton and probably yeah. the Roosters. But, uh, yeah, I'll yeah, leave that I'm, one there. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. That was all I, I had, to, to be honest. I got Tedesco as well. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I'm not quick to jump on the TV hate it, train. I think it, I, I'm not. I'm not hating. I just think it was a very, very down year. Yeah, I do agree. With club, I do agree. At rep level as well, I think he I think he had a pretty poor series for New South Wales to the point where the guy was the captain, and most people that I've seen don't have him in any rep sides anymore. Yeah, which is which is very crazy. Very, very, so, yeah, I'm, it's ridiculous. We'll see where it goes with that. And I do have Victor Radley here as well. I, I think he was. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. So that brings me to the end of my disappointing players. Yep. Same, same here, bro. I didn't have that many because I just think, like, it was just a very disjointed year. I can't really pinpoint any players' performance. I think it was more down to the coaching, to be honest. Yep. All right. Season awards, team MVP. This is hard. This is I really, went, really... Oh, oh I went, did we I went mention Lindsay. Brandon Smith? Yeah, we did. Did we? For disappointing players? Yeah, I think okay. so. I don't know if we did, but yeah, I'll chuck his name in there too. For all, all right. reasons that the media have already been on about. Yep. I've got Lindsay Collins, um, team MVP. Yep, same. Very close um, to Nat Butcher, but he's... Explained it stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Most improved, I went Nat Butcher. I didn't go with Nat Butcher. I went with Billy Smith. I think Fair call. no one expected him to be able to play first grade, especially after all these injuries. And when he came in, he was actually great. Um, and yep. cl- actually scrap Billy Smith. Can I be a bit biased? Go for it. Junior Powger, Ponga, however you want to say it. Bro, 
I watched him at the Tigers, right? I could always see that there was a solid player in there. Never knew if he was a first grader or not, but there was always a solid player in there. Bro, he was like a gun this year. There was games he was running for like 250 metres, scoring two or three tries. Like, I thought he really cemented himself as a as a first grade level player and he got himself a new contract, so congrats to him. But yeah, I thought he, him and Billy Smith, I'll, I'll put them, they're, they're joint winners, my most improved. Yeah, I'm most improved in that butcher. Uh, I think he always had this kind of season in him. I just think he's but but wasn't he the like ultimate so consistent good player the year before? I, I thought he was great. He was. I think the year game. before he showed flashes of being very good. Um, yeah. I know you don't want to be reminded of this, but that game against the Tigers yeah, no, stands no, no. out. That that's literally the one that was in my head when I said that. That's yeah, cool. uh, yeah. I think he showed a lot of flashes, but yeah, I picked him this year because he's just shown ultra consistency with it. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Most underrated player. Uh, he actually stole one of my smoky picks. I went Junior Ponga. I'm going to go... As my most underrated. I don't think anyone really yeah. knows of him or rates him I'm... at all. I... And I thought he was great on that one. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I think I'll keep him in most improved. I'm not going to give anyone the award twice. So, yeah. most underrated player. This most one was under... difficult That's for me. Difficult. And I, I saw Ponga difficult. and I'm like, yeah, I'll go with him. Think, there, were, there were multiple multiple games where he scored two two tries. I think I might go Angus Crichton. Oh, here we go. Because people are calling him some type of bum now. I think he's going to have a huge season this year. Like, he's going to have a full regular preseason. He's not going to have any time off. He's going to be in great shape, and he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. And I know that's kind of projecting into next year, but I just think... Like, I understand he had a really disappointing year. So maybe I'm taking this a bit in a different way, but just the way people are talking about him, like, I know he had a down year, but he's still Angus Crichton until he proves to me for a, a, a long, you know, sample size, a, a big sample size that he's not. To me, he's still yeah. a rep level forward, whether or not he played like it last year. So, yeah, I would say Angus Crichton's the most underrated rooster right now. Yep. Uh, breakout season, I went see why I'm long. I know it was only really towards the end of the year. But um, I, I, there was no one really else for the Roosters. Yeah, there was one I, other I that I could have gone. I'll, I'll go Lindsay but... Collins. Okay. I'll go Lindsay Collins because I think, man, you thought he was a bit of a meme, to be honest. Uh, well, I knew he was good, but I probably would have ranked him around the top 20. Yeah, Something that's like I mean. that. Like that's borderline I mean. like origin kind of level. But now he's cemented. I think he's like fifth or sixth. Well, don't, right not, now for neither me. of us even had him in our origin team. I remember reacting to the team was like, Lindsay Collins. Yep. And I'm sorry, Billy Slater, for ever doubting you. Outstanding. Uh, most disappointing. That's got to be Joey Manu. Yep. I went with Joey Manu as well. Even though there was players that had a worse season than him, I just think for his standards, yes, Joey Manu. Yep. I agree with you there. Um... That brings us to the end. We're at the end of the season oh, review. We'll get lovely. straight into the preview. Jump into oh, it, bro. We don't have any time to waste. Right. No time gains, to waste. Gains and losses. Gains, Dom Young, obviously from the Newcastle Knights, and Spencer yep. Lanyu from the Panthers. Do they get um, anyone else? That's it for this that's year. That's it. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. So I think Dom Young, I think both of these guys slot into the team. Easy. I don't think Lenny yep. will start. I think people have got the wrong impression about that. At least for this first no year. No chance. Start. No chance. 
Especially with Jada uh, uh, still in the squad. Yep. Uh, losses, Fletcher Banker to the Brisbane Broncos. Jackson Paulo to Manly. Momorowski's gone to the Super League. Drew Hutchinson to the Bulldogs. Jake Turpin also to the Bulldogs. Corey Allen to the Dragons. Dragons. Nathan Brown to Manly. And wow. Ben Thomas is unsigned. Ben Thomas. I went to school with that bloke. Shout out Ben Thomas. But that is nuts. I didn't realize their roster turnover was so heavy. I don't think any of those losses are too massive. I think Hutchinson no, could do be I. a bit of a loss as in depth-wise, but I don't think the rest are really major losses. Well, they're, I think, they're clearly I think they get, even in... though it's only two. Yeah. Are much, much outweigh their losses. They're putting a lot of their eggs in the sand and Smith basket, it seems. Pardon me. All right. I would be having him as their 14. I know we haven't done their best 17 yet, but... We'll get into it. Is that what we're up to now? That's what we're getting into. Oh, beautiful. Oh, actually, right. we'll start off with expectations we're expecting them to be this year. I've got premiership contenders again. I don't have apprenticeship contenders. Okay. And why did you say again? As in, because you said that last year? Because I said that last year. Yeah, okay. I was just double checking that you didn't mean because they were like, like because they were last year. No, because no. they would, would never would never say that about the the mighty. I mean, sorry, the Roosters. Pardon? I'd never say that. Never mind. Never yeah, mind, uh, don't don't say that ever again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm gonna say top six. Top six because I still think right. there's a, a lot of teams that are definitely better. Broncos definitely better. Uh, Panthers definitely better. Um, Bunnies definitely better for me. So there's already three, and then the Knights, the Wars, the Storm, they can all be better in my opinion as well. I. It depends for me how Tedesco returns, how Manu plays. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of factors that go into it. I'm expecting oh, yeah. them to be. In Premiership contention, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're not. Yeah, I think top six still played. leaves them in Premiership contention. Don't get me wrong. Yep. I'm just saying, like, I don't think they're going to be... I don't think they're locks for the top four like a lot of people do. I think the Cowboys still have potential. The Sharks still have... I think the Sharks are still better than them. Yep. In my opinion. Okay. Fair call. But, yeah, maybe Fair I'm just call. a Roosters hater. All right. Best 17, fullback, James Sesco. Let's... Uh, fullback, I'm going to with Marnie. this. Let's not get cute with this. I want Joey Manu a fullback. Nah, stop it. James Tedesco is going to be playing six. Oh, boy. Nah, I'm only pulling your leg, mate. <laughs> All right. Yes, I've got James Tedesco at fullback. You're correct. Wingers, Daniel Tupo and Dom Young. Look, yep. despite talks... Oh, I've got Dom, Dom, Young, Dom Young at the centre. Despite talks of Dom Young, we're going to be playing... It was. Thinking about playing center, I don't know if that's gonna what's gonna I've happen. gone Dom Young at center. Have you actually are you trying to No, I'm up? trolling because why would I the, the whole time I just talked about how the Roosters just need to pick people in their positions. Of course. And uh, excuse please, excuse Swali at center. That's really he needs to be in the team and that's at least he's played there before. Yep, Swali Manu centers. Yep, sure do, mate. Cool. Uh, just quickly, Daniel Tupo and Joseph Sawali, I think, are gone at the end of the season. Yeah, which is very interesting. I think this Rob Toyer. Does this mean in. Billy Smith to the centres or Rob Toyer? 
Because they well, also got that guy uh, from rugby whose name I can't pronounce, and I'm not going to try. Oh, Nawanga Nitawase. Yeah, yep. I forgot Billy about Smith's, that. Billy Smith's still yeah, in so there. Yeah, so he goes onto the wing, oh, and I think Billy come Smith through. comes in. I think Billy Smith comes in, doesn't he? That's right. That's very rough for Toya. Very, yeah, very rough. Horrible. But I, I think it's I think it's how they're going to go. Unfortunately, Rob Toya was actually going to get a debut last year, and then he blew out his ACL at training. That yeah, way. that is so disappointing. Yeah, second That's ACL so as well, other other knee. So he's done both now. That's cooked. So the kid's well, he's eighteen now. He's lost two years of development from ACL injuries, and he's still one of the top top ranked prospects. Yeah, he's good. That's he's gone. that's crazy. Halves, Luke Kiry and Sam Walker for me. Yep, Luke Kiry six, Sam Walker seven. Important to point out. Yep, yep. Uh, props, starting props. I've got Lindsey Collins and Jarrah Brett Hargreaves. Yep, yep. I was I was a bit question. I was questioning a little bit who am I going to start, but I think JWH. I think this is like his finale, so I think he's definitely going to start. Yep, me too. Uh, we'll get to the nine later. Hey, we'll what get is to the nine later. We'll get to the nine later. Yeah. Second rows, I've got Nat Butcher keeping his spot on that left edge, mm-hmm. which means Siwa Wong yep, I'm with is you. in on that right edge. I'm with you. Um, Locke, I've got Victor Radley. Yep, same. Right. So have you got Don't... Sanders as your 14? Yes. Because this is... This this is the nine rotation. You've got him starting, don't you? Sandon? Yeah. No. Nah. Oh, so who's your nine? Uh, I've got Brandon Smith rotating with Connor Watson. Oh, forgot about Connor Watson. Yeah, no, nah, sack Sandon, bro. Sorry, bro. Yeah, Connor I forgot Watson. about Connor Watson. I don't but know I've got... who's starting and who's coming off the bench. Connor but... Watson comes off the bench for me still. Yep. Oh, I forgot. That's really annoying to me, bro. That's really Why? annoying to me because well, cause I rate him. I think he's a gun. <laughs> just, he's been out injured, so I just completely forgot about him existing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? Con... Connor Watson can literally come on and play anywhere, which kind of suits yeah. 14. Nah, he's got to be 14 there. role better, but Brandon Smith off the bench is like a different base. He can come on in the middle as well. I don't know. Apparently, Guru was saying he was talking to Connor Watson and that Connor Watson said he was just going to be rotating with Brandon Smith throughout the season. So I, yeah, I, heard I don't that know too. I heard that what's too. going on there. Uh, the rest of my bench, I have Spencer Lenu yep. as my 15. Yep. I don't see a world where he starts yet. He's no. Probably the no. best bench prop in the yeah. game. They're going to utilize um, it for his strengths before they mold him yeah. into the player they want him to be. Yeah, well, yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, I can't leave Angus Crichton out of this team. It's just yep. not happening. Nice so he'll be the 16. And uh, my 17 is Terrell May. Yep, we've got the exact same bench after you reminded me of Connor Watson. So no so Egan the, Butcher and no Satili Tupanua. Yes, we've got well, the same the, team. The only way I could see Tupanua coming in will would be for Terrell May. Um and I don't think he, well, and, and listen, look, I I don't know if Terrell May's gonna play because if he inks that contract with the dogs before the year, what incentives do they have to play him? Yep. Apart but, from but let's say Terrell you know, May if you want to win a comp, you, you got, probably play your best players. Yeah, you got Tupanua and Egan Butcher there. Yeah, I mean you Flying know how for I feel that about spot. Egan Butcher. You know how I feel about Egan Butcher. Yep. Well. Egan Butcher would be a straight Middle replacement for me. I think if Tupanor was there, that's two second rolls on the bench and Lenu 
isn't playing massive minutes, I think that would have to mean Brandon Smith playing minutes in the middle with Watson yeah. at nine. Well, I think, yeah. I don't even... like. I think Tupinu is so talented as well. I yeah, just can't I really find a way like to fit him, him into the I really into like the team. Him. I would have taken him on the swap for Dom Young before we knew the Knights were so good. We were both kind of saying I would have taken that because we know how good he is. Obviously, yep. in hindsight, you look at Dom Young's season last year for the Knights and go, no, 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 you still keep him because you still made a playoff push. Playoff push? What am I talking about? Am I in the NBA or what? A finals run. But, yeah, um, I would still be having Terrell May there. He's, he hasn't signed anything yet, so you still play him. You don't just, like, cast him out of the squad just because he's talking about because he wants to play with his brothers. If anything, Nick Pelias would just hand Taylor May and Tyrone a little bag under the table and say, here, we just want to keep Terrell. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand this whole Bulldogs thing. Like, I get they need a forward in Bro, Terrell May, but I'm saying. are I'm they going to really, are they really bring Taylor over? I want to, I want to just, just wanna, to get I wanna, Terrell May. I want to, I want to, I want to push an idea towards you. Okay. The Bulldogs are the Lakers of the NRL. Yep. Where, they literally just buy based off name. They just spend, 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 bring in randoms. Like, I just... none, of, Bro, their team just doesn't fit together. Yep. Their team just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. I don't know what they're going to do this year, but it doesn't fit right now. So, Serrano's got a big job on his hands. Like, oh, you're right. Like, I, I think Terrell may be an exceptional signing, but... You're bringing Taylor over literally just to lure Terrell May. I don't know if that's a good decision. Taylor May will be a walk-in into the Bulldogs' back line, 100%. But you reckon? I don't need it. They've already got a lock jam there. Yeah, I think he'd walk straight into the team. Where? Centers or wing. So if so, this is what I'm saying. But this is a hypothetical. But, this would be for 2025. But what I'm saying is they don't they don't need they don't need him at all. Yeah, but he he would, he's still slightly better than most of the guys. In but that let's back say line. for example, right? They end up going Tracy at fullback. They have the experiment crying that doesn't work, or they just Taff, want crying to be world class at, at fullback. Yeah, but I'm saying if Tracy that. ends up being their fullback, Crichton and Cherry say Cherry comes down and kills it. They're the the centers. Like, what? You're gonna drop Fox? You're gonna drop Karaz? You're not dropping yeah. Karaz because he's like a a coal hero. But I think May's better than Karaz. Yeah, but then what drop I'm saying her. is they don't, there's saying. no room for May, is what I'm saying, even though understand. he's still slightly better. It's just Gus yeah, Gould, bro. That's, he's just a that's my NPC whole point. And he's already, he's already saying Blake Taft's going to be the fullback. All right, so where's Tracy? Is Sherry, Who said Sherry that? Who said that? Who said Taff that? Is, Taff is getting first shot at fullback. Well, Tracy's. Why are. So... Why are uh, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, true. But let's say, let's say Taff keeps that spot. What happens then? Well, Trace you're in a bloody there. pickle because you're, pay, you're out. paying has 600 to grand for Dingo. Is Karaz moving to the centers like, like he wanted to? Or it's is stupid, he bro. just pushed back out to the wing now? Like, they're just, just signing stupid. anyone. Yeah, and it's a little bit... It's, it's the exact same as this whole utility thing that they've, that they've done. They got Turpin. They got um, Drew Hutchinson. They got Kurt Mann. They got Salmon. They've got... Oh, my days. You know, you can throw Beyond Iodo into it. You can throw Taff into it if he's not there. You can throw Tracy into it. <laughs> what? 
It's the same thing, except <laughs> except their back line is actually stacked, whereas the utilities they're picking up are just. Bro, Not I'm sorry bad, to interrupt. Like... I'm sorry to interrupt. The Tigers have just picked up a new fullback coach. Yeah, I saw GI. Bro. Bro, look at him in that jersey, guys. Oh my days, that's hectic. I love that. I love All right, GI. Let's get back. Let's get back to the Roosters. Yeah, sorry. Let's hectic. Um we're into potential pickups for 2024 and 2025. Well, if they've got salary cap, I'm really not sure what they do. I'm actually just thinking about getting rid of this whole this whole segment because I just copy and paste the same names <laughs> <laughs> every week. Jonah every Pesley, week, I'm like, uh, maybe Jack Wellsby, maybe Lewis Dodd, uh, probably Reese Connor Watson. Two, two of the three have been picked. <laughs> no, okay, so I'll just go. What does this team need? Are they a second row. All right, I've got a list of second rowers. <laughs> I just mm. name every time six half. Then in a half, yep, Wellsby. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jonah Pesley. Yeah, pick one. Yeah, uh, pick. Uh, oh, they need like an attacker. Uh, we'll go Wellsby. Uh, yeah, look, I don't see, I don't see anywhere that they really need right now. Mm. Um, but I mean, it depends how much trust you have in Sandon Smith. But if Luke Keary potentially has another head knock or something like that, they might want some depth there. Um, so yeah, I do, I do have uh, good old Pezzett and good old Wellsby. You have and, them uh, on your Roosters list. For what? If if Kiri goes down, oh, that, that's all I could think of. I, I don't see what else do they oh, need. They got Sandon Smith. Okay, but what else do they need? There's no other. I don't think they like... need anything, and that's why I haven't got any more. Well, yeah, but they oh, need to focus on to... retaining their Terrell Mays and CY Wongs. Well, that yeah, well that's exactly what I've thought. But I've gone all right. I need potential pickups. If Kiri goes down, I honestly don't don't think Sandon Smith is. Gonna set the world alight. Joe Manu at six. Try and find a six. That's not Joe Manu. I also Connor Watson. I also wouldn't mind Walker at six and signing a dominant half. Okay. They're gonna need some. I would, wouldn't hate oh, probably Lewis Dodd. Yeah, exactly. Lewis Dodd. There you go. What about Aiden Caesar? I looked at him and then I I just <laughs> Just didn't add him. What about Ben Hunt? Oh, that was my classic prediction back at back earlier this year. I remember Ben Hunt yeah, decided the roosters. Cooking, bro. You thought you were cooking. Thought I was cooking. I still could be cooking. Mm. Ben Hunt. We'll see. Is a Sydney Rooster. He's the new center. On Manu goes to six. All right, bro. Let's quickly jump into our twenty twenty four awards. Um, because we'll wrap this M- up in a minute. MVP. MVP. I gotta I'm go. James I, I gotta go. James Tedesco. Do I? Don't know. Yeah. I got to. I think he'll bounce back somewhat. Yeah. So do I. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder this year. And the last thing you want to do to an old timer is give him a chip on the shoulder. Yep. Breakout year. I mean, see you all along back to back. Um. I think you'll just get consistent minutes. Play well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go see Wong. I don't think he really broke out last year. Yeah, so yeah, I'll go see Wong. Most improved, I did go Terrell May. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Swali. I think he's gonna have a monster year at center and just absolutely take the mic, and then 
he's not going to be there. I would love that, please. Fair enough. I'm gonna Monster Watch. I've got two. Mm-hmm. One legit one. The other one, I uh, just yeah. Rob Toyer. Yeah. If he gets, it, if he gets his opportunity, yep. should be back by. I believe it's like round three, round four. Yep. Ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for around Origin time, apparently Swali's on Madge's radar. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I've got him, and then. I, I don't think there's any chance this guy actually gets minutes, but every single time trials rolls around, this guy's picked at fullback, and everyone says, Ethan oh, he King. could be NRL ready. Yep. He could be yeah. NRL ready, and could be. he's just never heard of again. Yeah. Even though he tears up in trials, and then, yeah, he just comes back. And he could be ready, though. Just just rips and tears, mate. He could be. He I've could got be. Uh, one to watch. i got... Connor Watson. I really want to see his impact on this team and just see how he fits alongside Brandon Smith and that hooker rotation and how he's coming back from injury. There's a lot of things to be watching about him and the way he comes back into this side. So I think just his fit in the Roosters system, I think that's definitely one thing to watch. Yep. We got anything else, mate? That's all. That's it. All right, well, look, we're going to do proper season previews, obviously, for every team, I assume. I don't yes, know, but they'll probably all be in one episode or something. But um, yeah, they'll be they'll be multiple in like each episode. Yeah, probably yeah, split it split it over like four year. parts or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Um, and it'll but, it'll be more in depth than what we've just done. We're not just gonna throw a best seventeen and then who you maybe could sign. We'll, yeah, we'll who would you into... sign? Who would you who would you start? Oh, okay. Osby, best best seventeen. Cool. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, no. uh, and also Josh Kurzoff, Alex Safer. Um. Yeah. But. We'll go into way more yeah. depth than we have here. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that does us for this episode. Yep. Appreciate you guys for listening, tuning in. I hope the Zoom audio was all right. This is our first time doing this. So uh, any feedback on that would be lovely, would be much appreciated. Um. As always, stay blessed. Enjoy. We may see you on Sunday. Is that a potential? Yes. Is that a potential option? Maybe we'll see because we've got to punch out two more season reviews. We've got Warriors and then the Mighty Tigers, and then we're done. And then I'm heading to Mudgee to watch Tigers Dragons. That's I urge that. What a game that's going to be! That's going to be a lovely game for me. I don't think it's going to be too good. Is it is it round one or round two? Uh, Trials two. Yeah, good. That's twenty fourth. Actually, I'll actually be playing. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. We're going to be fielding our proper team. Can't wait for Zach Lomax to line up on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tui Bilotti, bro. Lomax playing reserve grade. Great. <laughs> Lomax, right. hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. Flano said that he wants to switch. The mad scientist. He's the new mad scientist. Wants to switch yeah. Sloan and Zach Lomax throughout the game. We're signing Tui Pilotu to play on the left wing. Tui Pilotu on the right wing. Zach Lomax, Lomax 14. 14. Oh, yeah. I'm already oh, loving yeah. this one. I'm loving this out of that. So, hey, $800,000 yes. a year, 14. I love it. Yeah. Put him there for origin. Next, Jack yeah, Warren. Every substitution we make is when we score a try. Exactly. Actually, no. And that'll probably we, be once we, again. No, no. He, he'd never come on. He's, <laughs> so, he's going to goal kick. He's going to goal kick. He's going to goal so kick. He's so he might play three minutes. You see how it works, right? When, when Dragons score their first try... That's when Zach Lomax subs on for Sloan. 
and then he's going to go kicks kick. Kicks a goal, and then he subs off. No, 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 he just like stays NFL. on the rest of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that when they're up or down by 40? Well, it depends on when they score their first try. Yeah, fair play. Could play one minute. Could play... Could sub on in the in the uh, Look, I don't think we're... I don't think we are... Um, I don't think we're going to see many Dragons tries this year. We'll say, mate. All right. Thanks for tuning in, lads and ladies. Appreciate you all. And we will potentially see you on Sunday for Abdullah.